WDBO Orlando. Orlando's home college football playoff. ESPN 580 Orlando. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Christine Lisi. Not a great night for the Giants in Philadelphia. Even with Madison Bumgarner on the mound, the Phillies lead the Giants 6-0. They're in the bottom of the second inning. Bumgarner, six runs, but only two earned, six hits, and two home runs so far. Elsewhere, a meeting of American League division leaders. Rangers and Orioles are still scoreless. They're now in the bottom of the fourth. Jonathan Lucroy in his Texas debut grounded out in his first at-bat. Brian Dozier, two-run homer, has put the Twins up 2-0 on the Indians' top of the third. Yankees and Mets are scoreless. They're in the top of the third inning. First game with the Mets for Jay Bruce. He's 0-for-1 so far. Royals leading the Rays 1-0, bottom three. Eric Hosmer has an RBI single. The Dodgers demoted struggling outfielder Yasiel Puig to the minors as expected and activated newly acquired outfielder Josh Reddick for tonight's series opener against the Rockies. Colorado rookie shortstop Trevor Story will have surgery on a torn ligament in his thumb and expects to miss the remainder of the season. Dale Earnhardt Jr. will miss at least the next two Sprint Cup races due to a concussion. Jeff Gordon will again drive the 88 car in his place. One of the NFL's top defenders getting an extension. ESPN's Adam Schefter reports safety Tyron Matthew and the Cardinals agreed on a five-year, $62.5 million deal that includes $40 million in guaranteed money. His guarantee is the largest for a safety in the NFL. Matthew coming back from a torn ACL expected to be cleared to practice within the next two weeks. Browns tight end Gary Barnage ahead of schedule in rehab from sports hernia surgery on track to be ready for the season opener. October will be in the air when two of the best teams in the American League go head-to-head -head at Camden Yards. Ian Desmond and the AL West leading Rangers face Mark Trumbo and the Baltimore Orioles tomorrow at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Sir, this is the Kevin Sutton Show coming to you loud and proud. ESPN 580 Orlando. You know how we do it, baby. You can hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube all on the username Kevin Sutton Show. The Kevin Sutton Show is brought to you by Experimac. That's right. Come get all of your Apple devices fixed, repair. They buy, they'll stay sell. Come check out Experimac on Alafaya Trail. That's Experimac East Orlando for all great deals and for care for your Apple products. Be an Experimac daddy. <laughs> you can also download the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, even Google Play Music. You can catch up on all the episodes you may have missed. Just type in Kevin Sutton Show, free iPhone, Stitcher, and Google Play users. Just make sure you leave a rating, review, and definitely don't forget to subscribe. Five stars, baby. Google. He's at Google. So you can hit my man up on Google. It's my man, Dr. Phil. Today is Tuesday, baby. And my words of wisdom for you all are to never check the depth of water with both of your feet. That's true. <laughs> what? It's true. Yeah. Just saying. It is true. Can yes, I I'll take that, that to another level? Yeah. Never sure. jump in. To check the depth of water. There we go. That's stupid. And hey. then I got my girl Maya with the latest point of view. Oh, yeah. Look at that horizon over this. Uh, 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 uh. All right.
What's that? It's Health Coach Day. What's that mean? Health Coach, health coach. Day. Oh. Yes. National Health Coach Day. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm going on week four of my uh, Starting life week change. Four. So um, trying to, I'm trying to catch up to Nick, man. And then I stopped over to Orange Theory, or right. Theory Orange, whatever it's called. Orange Theory. Okay, over on, uh, what are they, on Colonial. Okay. Talk to them a little bit to see what their stuff was and about the classes and the calls and stuff like that. And apparently there's one closer to me than that. I just thought being closer to work would be better. But, hey, you never know. So Speaking of that. things that are orange. What's orange? Nick is orange? Nick is orange? He's an orange. He's an orange theory member. Oh. We'll just go with that. I thought you were like super like, tan today. What's Nick? I'm like, wow, did he get a name? He's, I got my boy Nick in the building. He's Donald Trump. <laughs> He's Donald Trump. <laughs> 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 that guy's orange. What is going on, Nick, Mr. Nick? Do you feel are you do you feel comfortable saying what your weight is? Yeah, I weigh 155 pounds. I don't think you can do that, Kevin. I'm not supposed to be Nick's. How tall are you, Nick? Five. What do I tell? How tall do I tell people? I'm okay, five, what, yeah. what, what size? How tall what, do you want to say on here? What level of dishonesty do you want five, from me here? Five, five, ten? I'm five, no, I'm five eight. Seriously, five, five eight. Okay, yeah. so there's no. I'm not trying to be Nick. <laughs> you would look crazy at yeah, one. Yeah, I'm. What did he I'm say? One fifty five. One fifty five. Nice. I think the last time I was one fifty five, I was five. Can I can I take it a step further, Nick? What was your yeah. highest? Two twenty. Whoa. Yeah, that's fat. I think the last time I was two twenty, I was six. <laughs> we oh got a call. Goodness. I know I uh, I see the ringing because um, Adam Baum Taylor, actually, you know, we were talking about our our CTE show yesterday. Mm -hmm. Concussions. And um and Adam got back to me because he is definitely someone who has uh been through this, but give him a proper yeah. professional skateboarder, uh, X Games winner. Player. My man, all the way on the west side of the town, that born and raised in, in, in Florida, though. Born and raised in Florida, but shoot on over to, to the west side to be with some of them big names. And he is one of our guys, our correspondents that always calls in, letting us know what's going on on the west side of town. Hold on, it's on not the west, the west side of the state. <laughs> it's the west side of the country, man. It's California. It's hey. over there, man. It's, it's like he's it's like, like west it's side. Like, it's like the west side, but it's like, not like really he's over the, the west side. Coast Mall or something. Yeah. You know, like he's Tampa. still close because like we have too many friends in common. It makes no sense. And I feel like he's right here because it'd be like, oh, Adam checked in. I'm like, I was just there. Where was he at? <laughs> so we're talking about Adam. <laughs> Bomb Taylor, what's going on, Adam? What's up? What's how, up, you guys? How Bye. you doing? Oh, doing great. So, Brad. I, I've got to, I've got to go quickly. You just got back from a show in Vegas. Tell us what happened. What's going on? Oh, that was a trade show for a 187 killer pad. Oh, nice. Uh, just showing off our product. Um, cool. Yeah, cool. It, was, uh, it was long. It was busy. Vegas. Ah. Yeah, it's Vegas. <laughs> Vegas is draining. But, but you know. Over there. Okay, Adam, last night we had a very serious discussion about concussions and CTE and a lot of athletes who had decided to donate their brains to uh, CTE research. And we wanted to talk to you about um, your injury, if that was okay. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely want to get into that. Well, I wanted to come on last night, but I'll 
so busy. No, no, no. And then we also, this is in the preface of Dale Earnhardt. Dale, Dale Earnhardt Jr., uh, he's just got, he just out of one of the races because of a, a concussion. He's one of the athletes who announced that he was actually going to donate his brain uh, after he passes away. And so he's actually uh, out, out for the rest of the season. Um, there's another driver, which brought us up to, we were talking about, you know, all of, all of the injuries that happen in this industry, and you have firsthand knowledge of what it means to be affected by this because recently we were talking about BMXer Dave Mira, who no, committed, committed suicide, suicide, you know, and uh, during the X Games, yeah. they, they did a lot of tributes to him, and, you know, he left a wife and children, but when they his autopsy came back, they found... His brain was just, uh, seriously deteriorated. You know? Yeah, yeah, I, I read about that. I mean, and you are in a sport that really is, is dangerous. I mean, you can you run us through what happened to you and what made you have to stay out of skateboarding for a while? Well, yeah, I mean, I tried to stay out of skateboarding for, you know, a year, which led into another year um, after I hit my head again um, second time, which is awful. Um, well, I mean, it's it's so different from any other injury because you can't see it. Like, I break my wrist, I'm walking around with a cast on, everyone's like, oh, he broke his wrist, it's not working properly. Yeah. But when it's a head injury, there's nothing you can see. So it's really, like, kind of, it's weird because it's, it's, it's there, but, like, you can't physically see it. So it kind of confuses people. Right, right. Because, I mean, we, like you said, we look for injuries and, and you look normal. But you actually are suffering severely internally. Yeah, yeah, it's all, yeah, exactly. And and how did when when this happened? Were, you were doing big air, weren't you? When this happened to you? Uh, I was getting vert. I was at a vert contest in Las Vegas at U Tour. Mm. And what can you run us through what happened? Uh, well, what happened was I was it was right before the contest, like right before the contest, like. Announcers were going, like, take your last run. So we're going to get the contest started. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm just going to do one more warm-up. And I just tried, like, one of my harder tricks in my run that I've been working on. Yeah. Which is the stale fish 540. And I thought I had it. I was, like, fully committed making it. And then as soon as I hit the bottom of transition, I was leaning way too far back. So I just, whoop, head over heels. Mm. Hit the back, back of my head. Oh. And you, you were out, weren't you? I mean, you were unconscious. Yeah, no, I was totally out for a while. I mean, not a while, but, you know, I woke up in the hospital. Wow. So, that, yeah, that is a while. Yeah, I mean, so so we're seeing firsthand what, what you go through. And, and so what do you advocate for now when you when you look at young fellows coming up, people who want to take that, that push? Um, I mean, I'm not going to, like, I don't like, I don't, you can only blame yourself for that kind of stuff. Like it's it's in it's your cho it's your choice to when you skate big ramps you should definitely wear protective gear. Yes. Um, I do feel it's your choice on whether you not you do or do not. I believe it should be your own choice. But I'm always like pro pads, pro helmet. I mean, and then wearing the proper helmet that fits you right. Um, we actually did down here in San Diego with Andy McDonald and Tony Magnuson. And Jordan Bear, we, we filmed a PSA for helmet safety that they're uh, editing up right now for our local area down here. 
Yeah, there, I mean, there's really, especially in the in the situation like the mega ramp and stuff like that when you're out there skating, there's really not much a helmet can do at that type of uh, velocity and impact that you're you're getting. And it's not like in a football game, a little head-to-head uh, contact. When you're falling, you know, 14, 20, 30 feet from in the air, there's really not much to save you. Um, but definitely... Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, the, the helmet makes all the difference in the world and wearing the proper one yeah that's that's the biggest thing with the, a proper helmet but even when you have one on there's still some things that are going on that brain is getting jarred around man but more and more people are starting to see this and the effects not just in professional sports but really dropping down onto the peewee and the um the non-professional field as well. So, Adam, appreciate the call, man. Keep on doing what you For do. Sure. Be safe out <laughs> there. We always get your insight. We'll put a link up to you on this uh, podcast here when it goes <laughs> on. Uh, appreciate it, brothers. Stay busy on the west side. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. That was my man, Adam Bonteller, Mr. X Games. Yes, sir, and back at it, back at it with my man, Dr. Phil, Mar with the latest point of view, my man, Just Nick. Everybody's slipping on, sliding on in, man. The hits is here, baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we're back. That's right. <laughs> so, so, so Kevin, um, you, were, you weren't here yesterday. You were out saving the world one day at a time or doing something, right? You were, you were saving the world somehow. Yeah, but, uh, yeah doing the pool party at uh, the Rosen. Okay, okay. Shingle <laughs> Creek. Okay, well, anyway. No, man. No, it's not going to go down like that. Why not? Mar said, hey, I got a gig for you, man. Uh-huh. I want what you happened? to know it's what a happened? pool party. Okay. Dig this, Nick. She's like, a pool party. I'm like, oh, snap. A pool party. Mm-hmm. This is going to be all right at the hotel. You know what I'm saying? The roast. You know what I'm saying? VIP. Party, party. <laughs> I get there, right? I set up my stuff, right? And it's billards. There is a whole lot of old ladies doing synchronized swimming. That is what I DJ. A <laughs> uh, synchronized swimming pool party. So, so what do you, do you play? A lot of Coldplay? Yeah, or? what songs do you I, play? It's like Cool in the Game, Celebration. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, you know, uh, Ohio <laughs> Players. That's uh, not bad. The no, I'm shuffle. just saying, like, I thought <laughs> I was going to a pool party. You know, it's summertime. People's peoples of, uh, uh, let's say, uh, college age is out of school right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> I thought it was going to be a pool party. Yeah, but you should have figured that out at the time it was, that it was, because <laughs> they got to go to bed. So Yeah, what time were you supposed to be there? 7 o'clock. It was 7 oh, o'clock. Yeah, so they, come on, you know, Murder, Sherrock comes on at 9. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, they were willing to give up Golden Girls, but not Murder. Hey, I don't know about that. I'm going to tell you, like, that, they was jamming, man. There was some ladies out there jamming. I get invited back to a room. I'm like, hey, you know, I'm married, man. <laughs> I used to date DJs back when I was younger. <laughs> Might need to change that. She's, she's, like, she's like, I'm still married, too, but he's dead. <laughs> Y'all are sick, okay? <laughs> that, was, hey, yeah, I, that was a little I, far. I, <laughs> that was Phil. That was all Phil. But it was a good time, though. I had, you know, the food was great. You know what I'm saying? Party time, you know, having a good time, and, you know, the music was... And you couldn't jamming. even eat any food. Couldn't eat no food. Damn. Mm. Dying. 
Who wants to it's be not a diet. It's, it's not a, a diet. It's a life change. But tell me my life wasn't changed that it's, night. It's torture. <laughs> it's torture. Torture train. I'd rather be waterboarded. <laughs> you guys are insane. But anyway, we digress back to Speaking the... Speaking of torture, if you've been on the internet and seen any pictures of Draymond Green... <laughs> oh, well... <laughs> Close. We did talk about this a little bit yesterday, but I and don't Nick know. talked about it all day. all day. I talked about it all day, and we of course continue to mention it today. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm gonna not comment on it. I'm, I'm, I'm completely done with the Draymond Green thing. No, no, that's cool. But the company Vivid has offered him a six-figure deal. Ooh. To star in a movie. And Vivid is, is that a company a six that still there's six figures. Six. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> he doesn't need the money, and I hope he's not doing it. Uh, they were call it Drayzilla. <laughs> no, I, I didn't make that up. That's what they said. <laughs> but uh, Vivid is the company that did with China and, and Kendrick Wilkinson. And they Pam. work with the movie stars. They got yeah, the big money. They got yeah, the big money. Yes, yeah. I just wanted to bring that up because I thought it was a. Uh, but were, they weren't the company that dealt with Hogan. Uh, no, no, I don't think so. Because remember that company Bubba went bankrupt. Le- yeah, Gawker. That was Gawker. Gawker. That's Gawker. That's Gawker. Yeah, and they went bankrupt. Wow. Yeah, that lawsuit just killed them. Literally. Yeah, but I mean, I'm so over that. Finish him. I don't want to even... So you guys know that the Olympics are literally uh, three days away. Ooh. Um, the opening ceremonies are Friday, and the games officially start Saturday, although there will be some soccer matches that will actually start taking place tomorrow. Did you get the Facebook filter thing? No. The prompt to ask you if you wanted to show your support? I'll show your support for the Olympic team. Mm-hmm. 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 I, I did. I did. I said, and also you want to stay connected to Rio? Their social media is insane. It's going It's going to be huge. I don't do filters. I don't either. There hasn't been one filter that I'm like, oh, man, I got to get that. Uh, like, I support, and I'll share postings and go to fundraisers, but I just I don't need to Are do you a filter? filter? You don't do filters. I don't do anything. <laughs> I, I'll change my profile picture once a year. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, your profile picture has been sitting there almost two years. No, All no, right, no, so, so we have some projected medal counts for the... You know, the Olympics. Cool. Of course. Um, USA is going to get all of them. Um, you know, well, there, there are highly predictions. Now, remember, though, something interesting is, I don't know if you guys know this, but in the 80s and 90s, Russia was always a dominating country when it came to the Olympics, especially okay. the Winter Olympics. But having the problems that they had, they're, it's not, they're, you know, They're gone, right? Yeah. A lot well, of the athletes aren't even there. Not right? all of them. Not, not all, all of them. them. Okay, okay. No, okay. there's still, there are still considerable amount of athletes, but definitely a lot are gone. Of course, USA leads, but not by much in the sense of gold medals. Um, there's a prediction that the top country will be USA with 45 gold medals. Wait, can we guess what's the second country? Absolutely. Okay. okay, okay. So we'll go ahead and we'll go ahead and do USA and get that out of the way. Okay. 45 gold medals, 35 silver medals, and an expectation of 39 bronze medals. Okay. There is a projection that USA will bring home 118 medals. From the games in Rio. All right. Now, what team do you think? Now, I also want to preface this with there are a hundred and some odd, you know, countries countries represented. 118 countries probably? I believe it's a little bit more than that. Okay, okay. So who do you Nick, do you know the answer or are you going to play? I'll play. I don't know the answer. I'm going to guess. I don't know the answer. I'm going to guess England. 196 nations, by the way. Okay, I'm going to guess be, England will be number two. Um, Kevin, what do you think for number two? Russia. Russia. What about Nick? I'll go with China. 
Yeah. Nick China. is correct. China, China. Russia. China. Okay. I mean, they, they, yeah, China comes in second. You know, they're very good divers and stuff like that. Really? Yeah, because they're so slim and their bodies are sleek. <laughs> and we're going to round this up on number three. Where do you guys... So Nick Ooh. came in with China with number two. USA number one. China number two. Who do you think takes third place with the amount of total medals going home? Brazil. Brazil. Kevin, where are you at? USA. They're number one. Oh, man. USA's all of them. Uh, I would say the next, I'm, I'm going with China. China's Kevin, number two. You oh, can't. Okay, Kevin, now he, open your ears and listen. I'm going with China, the question man. for a third time. My number one on is USA. Number two is China. Uh, what country rounds up in the I'm top I'm going for three? Russia again. Russia. <laughs> Phil, where are you at? I said Brazil. Brazil. Nick. I, I will go with England for that. I'll go with, yeah, Great Britain, whatever. Yeah. Kevin, the one that paid less attention. It was my headphones keep on cutting off, so I can't. Third hear place what you said. is expectation to Russia still with a total of it's fifty-nine. It's always medals. that way. The United States, China, and Russia. Always. Yeah. In fourth place, you've got Great Britain. Then you've got Australia in fifth, Germany in sixth. Even France. Stephen A. Smith would get that right. Then you've got France, Japan, South Korea, and we'll round off with the Netherlands. So those are the top predicted teams that um and so, ironically, South America is not represented at all here. Really? You know, you, like you said, Brazil is not there. Uh, you would, I would have thought that Brazil would get a lot of medals. No, just because what they're What are they favored in, soccer? Like, I mean, that's kind of the thing. You have to look at the projections. They're going to be favored yeah. in soccer, and that's about it. I will yeah. say that uh, the USA is favored in most of the, uh, in the track and field. Not the long distance, but the, you know, 500-meter dash, those, yeah, those but, kind of things. Yeah, I mean, Haiti, Haiti pulled it out last, uh, you know, Haiti and Jamaica. <laughs> yeah. The but, long distance, uh, Africa. <laughs> <laughs> Kenya. <laughs> Kenya. <laughs> now, now uh, if you, I do want to take this a little step further. So we talk about we've got a famous basketball team going over there. We've got NBA players, top of the league. And, I, and I'm going to assume that also WNBA players are going to represent the women, probably a lot of college you know, top-level girls. You know, I was gonna, uh, do they even have women's basketball? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Elena Deladon you? plays on that <laughs> team. Uh, 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 Sue Bird plays on that team, on the Team USA women's basketball team. Uh, yeah, the best of the best uh, from the WNBA, and those that play uh, across the pond as well or overseas come back in order to play in these Olympics. So for the men's, this is going to be easy, but give me your top three for the men's basketball team. Oh, USA. Argentina. Uh, no, I'm going to say USA, Italy, and France. Okay, Kevin. Yeah, USA. No, top three. USA, I want to put Argentina in there, and um, I would say look out for um, last time. I, mm, I'm going to go with uh, China. Okay, and Nick, top three in men's basketball. Uh, uh, it's going to be the United States one. Uh, now, usually... Spain has a very good team, but the, oh, Gasol, the Gasol yeah. brothers are not going to be there. I do not know if Ricky Rubio is playing for Spain this uh, uh -oh. this this season or, or this Olympics either. Um, I'm going to go with Team USA. I'm going to go with France. I believe they have Tony Parker won last year here. Some of these dynasty Olympic teams are hitting their kind of peak. Argentina yeah. as well. Manu Ginobili is a guy that everyone thinks of. Tony Parker from France. Uh, here is a surprise team, okay? I don't know if they're favored or not. Watch Team Australia. Okay. Team Australia, Andrew Bogut, who's been hitting up that Twitter and stuff, complaining about Rio. 
Team Australia is going to be very interesting. I like Team Australia, but I would go the United States. I would go probably France after that in terms of the projected ones, United States, France, and uh, Argentina. Okay. Well, you guys are um, obviously right with USA, but no. The predictions are USA, Spain, and Serbia. Yeah, Spain's Serbia. right. Serbia. Serbia. We throw balls in basket. Listen, and, and, and also, also watch Croatia. The Magic's Mario Hazonia plays on that team. And also Dario Saric, who the Magic traded or, or mm. drafted and traded to Philly. That team is going to be a whole lot of fun as well. Wow. Mm. Stay right there. You heard it. ESPN 580 Orlando. I'm telling you, there's crazy things going on, man, but Dr. Phil says he had to take something out and tell somebody something first, and then after that, I'm going to talk about this new football situation that's going down, because it's summertime, and uh, there ain't too much going on. Go with that first. This is more, this is more exciting. Well, I want to remind listeners that the Kevin Sutton Show is brought to you by USA Immigration Services. Handling all of your immigration needs, family, individual, and business, go to usaimmigrationserve.com or call 407-894-6333. And you oh, can wait. leave. Oh. oh, yeah. No, go they ahead. Can leave a I'm message. listening. No. I'm more intrigued. <laughs> I'm more intrigued by I you. I wanted to leave a message. Okay. You can leave us a voice message on our website without even dialing a phone number. Just head to kevinsuttonshow.com on the right side of the screen. Click on the speak pipe button. Keep it clean because we will play it on the air. Ask us any questions or just give us a comment. But whatever you do, head to kevinsuttonshow.com. I was doing my wait because we haven't had Wrestling Wednesday in a while and I miss it. I know. Okay, but not to worry because it's going to be Wrestling Thursday. <laughs> We're going to give you updates on Raw, SmackDown, and my man John Cena. That sounds like a Draymond Green video. You know, the Raw, the SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one thing I wanted to do with Wrestling Wednesdays is that, you know, now since Raw and SmackDown is competing, I would like to discuss both shows and say which one's better. Yeah, we're going to get into mm. that because uh, ratings are still coming in. Tonight is SmackDown. SmackDown's Last actually on live, but Nick doesn't want to change the channel because he is on SportsCenter. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to deny that. <laughs> He's like, I don't have remote. Wait, no, that's 100% no. the truth. Remote's broken. There's no battery. Okay. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to. I, I know we were talking about Olympics, and I'm and I'm not. We're not going to go into it a lot, but I do want to bring something that I just did, found out when I researched a lot. Outside of track and field, where the USA men in basketball dominate, most of the gold medal predictions come from the women. Really, in the Olympics. Really? Yes. Oh yeah, the women kill it. Absolutely. Makes a hundred percent sense. Are you guys surprised about this? I am. Can you explain? Yeah. Why? I'm not they do more stuff, man. It's like well, a whole no, hold ton on, of hold them. on. I want to go boxing. Mm-hmm. In all the men's oh, boxing, in no every surprise. weight division, not one USA person is expect, expected to medal at all in men's boxing. In well, women's what about boxing, that girl? it is. The yeah. young black girl, she's like 18 yeah. or 19? Um, yes. Gymnastics. Uh-huh. USA team is not expected to even medal. USA women are expected to do all the gold. Once again, another little black Hold girl. Hold on. I'm going to take What's going even... on? All these little black girls going over there trying to take all the gold medals. Actually, I believe there's only one African-American girl on the gymnastics team. No. It's once again Gabby Douglas. Oh, she's believe... back? Yeah, she is back. She was the coach's selection. I believe she made the final spot on that roster. Yeah, no, that's for gymnastics, but I was talking about oh. the uh, the boxing. Oh, okay. There's a little girl. Her dad was actually a prof- was leaving into being a professional boxer, 
and got arrested and wound up going to prison. But when he got out, she told him that she was getting bullied at school and he started training her and he said she fell in love with it. And next thing you know, she's like the Golden Glove uh, champion all the time. Well, I want to also take a swing ball here at you. BMX. No USA on the men's. Oh, yeah, that's it's Women's. USA women are expected to get the gold in the BMX. Volleyball. Beach, inside, all Brazil. of that. Men are not expected to even medal. <laughs> Everybody the knows the Brazilian uh, Expectation <laughs> is the women. And I do want to go back. So, as I, and of course, in tennis also, uh, Serena Williams is expected to medal. But, Nick, why do you, so, so apparently all the gold medals are going to mostly come from the women, with the exception of Phelps and, you know, there's an expectation in the swimming. And then, of course, track. Why do you think that? Well, I, I think that what you need to do is is look at women's rights globally mm, across preach, our brother. world. I mean, look at the oh, reason why yeah. the United States dominates in women's soccer yet cannot seem they won a World Cup uh, recently in the last World Cup. That is the women, the national team, yet the men cannot make it into the knockout round. And what you need to evaluate is the fact that at young ages, women here in the United States are told... You can go play sports. You can go, and the women are empowered in this country. They have a freedom in this country to do what they want to do, to go and excel in sports and athletics, and to also get an education where in other parts of the country, whether you believe this is good or not, I'm not on a soapbox talking politically here, but that is not true. Women do not have the same rights, and therefore other countries are developed on the men's side of athletics, your boxing, your soccer, uh, whatever you have it, but on the women's side are lagging far behind the United States because women do not have the same freedoms. They are not training from a younger level, from, you know, what it, whether it be six, seven, eight years old like women are here in the United States, they're not training for life like that. Maybe later in life pick it up because, heck, some of these countries, they need someone to go to the Olympics to represent their country, and they, they pick from someone like that. But that is the reason. Women's rights across the country, it is not equal to what women see here in the United States. Wow, you just blew my mind, man. I, I also think about that. want to take it, when it comes to professional sports, it is, is mostly men. Women can get, not get the respect. There's just not an interest in it. I want to even go a little step further. Water polo. USA team is on the men's side is not even expected to medal. Women are expected to take the gold. Hmm. So it's, it's a consistent thing, like you said. And, and probably the level, of, you know, taking that a step further of what Nick said, and what a great observation, Nick, once you, like, brought that to light, it actually totally just comes together and makes sense. But other countries also, women are kind of kept down. You know, the highlight is them. And you, you know, outside of gymnastics, when it comes to Russia, that's a male-dominated, yeah. you know, league that comes, the weightlifting and, the, and so forth. I can't believe I've been blind to that for so long. I really, really, that thought never even came to my mind. Yeah, I mean, that's why... It's because you're in America. Yeah. I have the to, I have the to American uh, soccer team, we really don't get too far because all the other countries push their men from the time they're, like, born to play soccer. Mm -hmm. But our women, uh, exactly what Nick's talking about. Wow. You know, in other countries, they're not worried. Brazil's not pushing soccer, like, hard over there. They're not pushing it like crazy over in uh, Argentina. Well, uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, all the leagues that, you know, in Argentina and other South American countries, it is not unusual for you to submit your child to a, basically a camp, a soccer camp where they raise your child. Yeah, it's like sending someone to IMG Academy for football for life. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, Leo Messi, in particular, the reason why his parents gave him to the soccer industry 
was because they couldn't afford medical insurance and he had problems with his legs. What? Yeah. So he was raised in that, and they saw something. They were saying when he was five years old, he was beating 12-year-olds playing soccer. But he was one of those prodigies that was handed over, and, uh, and that's not unusual. I mean, come on, we've heard those stories in Russia. We've heard those stories where, you know, when you're on the gymnastics team, that is your life, nothing mm. else. Mm. Wow. But very enlightening and, and, and great observation, Nick. I mean, I, I never would have, you know, even inkling gone there. Jeez. Yeah. So, so when all those medals come home, you can thank the ladies for it. Yeah. Seriously, I, I'm st- I'm I'm actually in awe. Yeah. You're um, welcome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Now, now it's 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 gone crazy. It's it's overboard. <laughs> so they should. Well, I mean, just just look at these Olympics. Our U.S. women's team favored to win the gold. The men's team didn't even make it to the Olympics. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just just I mean, look look at it in that fact right there. I mean, not only is it not the number one sport here in America, but also, the women in our country are empowered to go out and choose that, heck, as a professional occupation if they want to. And on yeah. uh, in other parts of the country, that's not the case. Women are looked at to still keep the house, cook food, go yeah. get water, do things like that. I mean, it's, it, is, it, it is completely different in terms of the role of women in society here in the United States as to other parts of the country. And that does bleed over into the athletic competition, especially when it comes to the Olympics and in international competitions. And, uh, yeah, and one last note before we go to break, hockey. Men aren't expected to medal. Women, USA is expected to take the gold. We're not expected to medal in hockey? Nope. In the, in the I, Winter I guess, Olympics, the, of course. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, when I was just looking more and more into this stuff, wow, you wow, know, wow, like wow. the water polo, everything, they should have broken down the projected medals by female mm-hmm. and male demographics. That would have been an interesting conversation. So we've only got, been only got basketball and swimming. Track. And track. Okay. Yeah. Three. Yeah, you, know, you guys can run. Cool. <laughs> so think of football with no, with no helmet, no pads, smaller teams, no kickoff, no punting, full contact. Uh-uh. Full blast. And I'm talking about full, full blast. And that's the new football league that they're starting. It started about 11 years ago. We're going to get into it when we come back. Stay tuned. Kevin Sutton Show. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. ESPN 580 Orlando. You got the team. Hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, all under username Kevin Sutton Show. You'll find all the links to get all the rest of the crew. Oh, we got to add a little link for Nick and Nick over there because he ain't on there. People are like, who Nick? Who Nick? Nick is Nick. Just Nick. Figure it out, fool. The Kevin Sutton Show is brought to you by Experimac in Orlando, Florida, where it offers professional Apple-related services throughout the Orlando area. Buy, sell, trade, and repair Apple, Macintosh computers, iPhone, and iPads. That is Experimac of East Orlando. And uh, we have a site coming on soon to the website. We'll be able to link right in. These guys are awesome. Always tell me your friends at the Kevin Sutton Show sent you. You know, a lot of people always ask us. Hey, how to support the show? It's real simple. All you have to do is like, listen, and share. Like our posts on social media. Obviously, listen to the show. And definitely share the podcast. But the best thing you can do is tell a friend, tell your family, tell all the guys at the A7FL. What's that? Listen to the Kevin Sutton Show. Mm-hmm. Experiment it. So, Nick, have you heard about this at all? Has it come across your table? The what? The A7FL. A7 A7 I think that answers your question. No, I have yeah, not. But I it. imagine it's some sort of a seven-on-seven seven league. Is that, is that what they're yeah, putting I would, together? I would, I would assume that. Uh, what, but 
I got tagged on a Facebook post. Somebody's like, hey, Kev, you should check this out. And so I'm looking at it, and, like, literally, it's it's football all day long. Just no pads, no helmets, no nothing. And they're even saying, like, I was like, man, somebody's going to get injured for sure. But they're actually saying that it's uh, safer. The reason why they're, it, it's not necessarily safer. What they're saying is, and, and, Nick, you have been around sports forever and a day in, in the sense with the station. But they're saying that when NFL players wear a helmet and a mask, they end up using that as an attack weapon. Uh-huh. And if they weren't, if there were the leather straps and no face masks, that there would actually be less concussions because they feel that it encourages athletes to use that to attack. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't just jump for a head bunt to anybody. Well, I mean, if it's head. your head. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't go and head bunt Phil in a regular football game if I had no helmet on. But if I have a helmet on, I'm not concerned about it as much. So I would go head to head. And so I can you, definitely say that that makes sense. That's uh, almost as shocking as Nick. I mean, they have been saying for years also, and um, that if you took the face mask out, it would also make it less of an attack mode. I don't know. I mean, that's that's hard to say because we were just we just had a whole show on the injuries that the NFL players have, and the, the statement that is now given to them when they sign up and be, become professional football well, players. Well, this, this could actually be a crisis for the, the NFL in how they look at things. When you think over the past 25 years, uh, there has been, I mean, not 25 years, there's been over 25% drop in youth participation in football. And that deals with in the past, um, <clears throat> in the past five years. And that's mainly a lot of parents seeing, their ki- seeing these videos, seeing what's happened to the professionals and saying, Mm-mm, not my baby. I know a lot of people that pull their kids completely out of sports because of seeing other kids get injured. And so that, that has to be a, a big thing. Even, Phil, with you, you know, you're, you're what, 6'3"? Mm-hmm. And you were at, at 5, you were 10 pounds. Uh, I was this size at age 13. And your coach is like, uh, at the school, I think you should play football. And your dad was like, nah, nope. No, my dad wanted me to play. I said nah. Oh, you said nah. You I, was the pump. I play, I play, I play baseball. You wanted to play baseball. No, I played baseball. I was catcher. His team didn't win not even once all through high school. My football hey, team, though. That was my football team. But, too. Nick, Jeez. what do you, I mean, how do you feel about this? I mean, you, you've seen this in and out. We, you know, we were just talking about these head injuries and how they affect the league. What do you honestly feel? Do you think there's some, some reasoning behind this or no? I, some reasoning behind it, absolutely. You've seen the NFL change a lot of its rules to try to prevent guys using their helmet as a weapon, from guys launching themselves headfirst at defenseless receivers, to try to slow down the game a little bit in terms of the speed of the players. You see them move the kickoff up to the 35-yard line so guys aren't getting as big of a head start. Guys can only line up five yards behind the line of scrimmage on kickoffs now instead of getting a running start. So we have seen a lot of that. I'm watching some of the highlights here. I mean, listen, what people really are attracted to the brutality of football. So I think to say that they're going to take the pads and the helmets and the big time hitting and stuff out of the game altogether, that is never going to happen. Uh, we, we I saw something similar called Major League Football. In fact, I had Herm Edwards on uh, my show last year talking about it. Herm Edwards is a guy who's involved in it as well. That's kind of more of a minor league football, but also teaches some of the safety and, and, and that that goes along with the game. Uh, those leagues are all kind of startup leagues that are looking to try to find their own niche in terms of sports interest. But 
you, you can't necessarily just get rid of the helmet and say guys aren't going to get injured. I mean, it's just the repeated blows to the head that guys are taking. And whether they're wearing a helmet or not, you're still going to see some of those blows to the head. So uh, is there some merit in this? Absolutely. Does this turn into the A7FL, which I'm watching right now on my on my computer screen? Is this what the NFL turns into? I don't think so. Uh, there could be some some leads they take from it, like perhaps getting rid of the face mask. But still, I mean, it, it, it's hard to say where the league's going to end up. The Ivy League in college is going to move to the 40-yard line for kickoffs this year to study player injuries and reduced uh, kick returns. That so that kick guys return aren't is, into each other. Most injuries are happening yes, right is. there. I, I had a friend uh, in high school. They completely shattered his thigh bone. Just boom. But, I mean, you get a, a, a good couple of yards ahead of you to get the run up on somebody. You're coming in like a missile, man. And, uh, you know, getting that out of there, uh, take you know, taking it away from the professional football league, uh, you know, the kickoff and the punt returns and stuff like that, you know, it changes the sport a lot. Uh, they've even gone to the point in this league uh, – narrowing narrowing the width of the field from 53 yards to i mean 50 53.3 yards to 37 uh then they're dealing with there's a eight weeks traveling uh league there's about 24 teams so far and and even on the field there's like no center so this is basically like backyard football how you used to play yeah. as a kid seven on seven it's yeah, what we're yeah. seeing in these passing academies now so what they've done is they've created a league out of these seven on seven tournaments you see high schoolers playing stuff uh, it's it's intriguing. It looks nothing like the NFL, and I don't think it's something that would grab a whole lot of attention or have much much legs in the mainstream for mm -hmm. football fans. Well, we've got to get someone from the league on, and so they can talk about it. Yeah, because really we school we us. did a whole thing on the uh, the National Flag Football uh, Association. We went to their their basically their Super Bowl, and I mean it, it was a ton of people. There was probably yeah. over four thousand people out there at that oh, event wow. that they had in uh, Kissimmee, Osceola County, yeah. in Osceola County. Okay. I mean there was like. Uh, 14, no, no, it was 27 fields, football fields that they had, and then they had one major, like a nice setup field that they played the last final game. And get, watching these guys play, and there were a couple of professional, uh, former professional football and players. And arena football players, uh, too. And arena football players that were playing in that league, uh, but it was flag football. So, like, you know, this is a little bit more true to the skill set, and I think this is, has a little bit more interesting drive that could appeal to the excitement uh, that they're saying their biggest thing has been YouTube videos been kicking it off like crazy. But uh, we but got we'll, something we'll to get, We'll get some more. If I want to talk to somebody who's in this. Yeah, we can But you know it. what today is, right? What? Time War Tuesday. All right. We got a very quick version of Time War Tuesday here. All right, guys, let's go back to 2012. Michael Phelps won his 16th gold medal. Go, Michael. 1992. Jackie Joyner took the gold medal as well. Both of those lost <laughs> Jackie Jordan didn't. She got in trouble, too. No, no, no. She died. Um, in 1987, Michael Andretti runs the fastest IndyCar race in history at 171 miles per hour. All right, let's head back to 1921. You guys remember the um, 1919 World Series? There was a scandal, but eight White Sox players were acquitted of throwing the series. All right, birthdays really quick. We got uh, New York Nick Kristaps Porzingis. Porzingis, the Latvian hammer. He's 21. Wow. Sam Worthington, he's an actor. He was in Avatar. He's 40. Kevin Smith, actor-director, is 46. Nick Diaz, UFC fighter, he is 33. Diaz. Wow, that's older than I thought he was. Yeah, I thought I, Nick Diaz was I younger. Was I was going to put him late 20s. Yeah, mid to late 20s. Wow, 30, 35? 
Yeah. No, wow. 33. 33, excuse me. Wow. 33. I would Still. never figure that. The number one movie this week in 2010. I just picked 2010 just because I thought it was a cool year. Inception. Also number Great one, movie, number one song was uh, Love the Way You Lie from Rihanna and Eminem. And uh, 24 years ago today, I don't know if you guys remember this, but Mortal Kombat was released. No the way. The very, game? very first one, yes. The very first the video, video game. game. Mortal wow. Kombat. Dang, 24 I'm years ago. Mm-hmm. I was like, Mom, Mom, can I get it? And she's like, uh-uh. Finish him. Don't kill, kill somebody the other day. <laughs> <laughs> so I was not allowed to get Mortal Kombat. I only got to go and play at my friend George's house until uh, I was old enough to buy it and hide it on my own. I had killer instinct. <laughs> Hey, and a, and a shout-out to the Orlando City for their big win at home against conference rival, the New England Revolution, this past Sunday at Camping World Stadium. Awesome. And then a last word to what Nick said, the women, the Orlando Pride, are halting their season because some of those ladies are going to the Olympics. Yeah, you oh. see this in hockey as wow. well during the, the Winter Olympics when the NHL takes a break so that the players can go up and play. So, I mean, Do that's kind of cool to see bang. as well. Yeah. We'll hey, be watching. Right here. Hey, this was the Kevin Sutton Show. You know how I say, I'm almost famous, baby. Hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, and you can find the rest of these clowns. Meyer with the ladies' point of view, Dr. Phil, and my man, Just Nick, and Faithy Funtime. I'm sure she's doing something out there. Crazy girl. Do that homework. Peace.